Good evening. Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. Wherever you are in the world, I welcome you to. Wow, what a show. I think I've explained before that um, I got that little <laughs> title from uh, another broadcast that I listened to, actually. I've studied over the years with a man, Ravi Zacharias, apologist and um, evangelist, right? And he built quite an enormous apologetics ministry uh, across the world. When his grandson was first taken to hear him speak, he was in a mega church and there were monitors everywhere so he could see his granddad up on this screen and i think the child is maybe about 10 years old 10 or 11 years old and and uh, ravi's daughter sitting with him and he, so he looks up and he says to his mom this is some show <laughs> or the wow what a show whatever when i heard that i thought wow that's just the cutest thing <clears throat> but when i started the podcast i decided that um, wow, what a show. It's so perfect. The child was talking about the production of his grandfather on the screen there, talking about Jesus. And of course, at that young age, you can understand a few things, right? But he was wowed by the just the fact that his dad was everywhere on all these screens, right? And um, so, um, you know, that's how it is with God. He is everywhere on a screen. We don't necessarily think of it that way, but that's really how it is. When you look out into the world and you see buildings and all the technology, things that man has done, that's one show. That's one of the displays of God's amazing magnificence. He has gifted people in several ways so that they can discover uh, ways to improve, they, so we think anyway, improve our lives and improve the way that we do things and uh, slow down our need for, you know, hard labor, uh, though it's hard labor getting all this stuff up and about, right? But that's one display of the magnificence and the beauty of our Father. But then when you look past that, starting with just, you know, the flowers outside your window or the dirt and the ground upon which you walk and the grass, right, or mountains capped with snow or um, the several trees as you drive down a highway, all the forest uh kind of woodsy areas that we walk into. And then you go to the magnificent ocean and you still have not seen the greatest of his displays. You look up at the night sky and you see the beauty of twinkling stars and sometimes a shooting star, we call it, a falling star, all this magnificence. And you behold the wonder of God. You behold his power. You see all that he can do. And it is quite a show. 
So wow, what a show is our outreach broadcast from when I say our, I'm talking about Rehoboth Institute of the Arts. We are a collective of artists who determined to use all of our gifts to bring glory and honor to God, our Father. Some of us are singers, some are poets, some are writers of novels, some are musicians, some are just interested in the work. Some have, um, you know, majors in counseling. Uh, some have majors in mathematics. You know, it's just whatever gift that God has given you. We have decided that we would dedicate who we are and what he has given us to do what I think he wants us to do. And that's honor him in every way, like the mountains, like the hills, like the ocean, the rivers, and the streams, like the dirt that bears uh, the seed and nurtures it, it incubates it and brings it forth so that it is um, bringing food to us and beauty. That's who we are. We are his planting, as it is said in Isaiah, the planting of the Lord. If you are the redeemed, you most certainly are the planting, the called. You're those people that he uses for his own sake and his glory. And if you're not yet redeemed, he has also gifted you and made you. And he is calling you. He really does want you to be his planting. We can only be that, though, when we allow him to seed us appropriately and to plant us in whatever um, situation, event, uh, or duty that he's called us to. And it's a wonderful thing to be in, in the service or in the garden, in the kingdom of God. He has great use for you. He will allow you to experience and do some wonderful things that are beyond what you could imagine or what you could think. You can cooperate with him. I am your host, Phyllis, and this is Wow, What a Show, the outreach of Rehoboth Institute of the Arts. And we welcome you to participate in our evening service. We're going to do just a few uh, minutes reading of the Proverbs. And every Wednesday night, we are uh, hosting a, a show uh, with or a, a presentation, a time with Pastor John Thomas from Wadesboro, North Carolina. And he will join us momentarily. In the meantime, I just want to begin by asking the Lord to bless his word. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want you to bless now the few readings of the Proverbs that we are going to render as we attend uh, for Dr. Um, John Thomas, Pastor John Thomas, to enter the audience. And I ask you, Lord God, to allow the anointing of your word to fall on ears that are open to hear that they will come to know you in the pardon of their sins or are always in the pardon of our sins and to have a deeper walk with you. This I pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 
So we're going to do something on our on Wow What a Show that we've done before. We read through all of the Psalms and it took us what about five months to do it. Three, let's see, October, November, December, January, February, March, about six months. 150 of the most beautiful Psalms. We did indeed read them all. And the Lord um, got us through it. I don't think anybody kind of knew that I was COVID positive during that time. I had a real um, bout with it. And uh, every day and every night, the Lord God gave me the strength, the willpower, the desire to get up and to host the reading of the Psalms. I didn't do them all myself. Of course not. I had lots of help. And, um, but but I had to get on so that they could get on. So I had to get up. <laughs> and I was amazed that the Lord uh, provided there for, for us to do that. And here we are. We're going to, we're going to repeat that. And um, hopefully you will join us. And hopefully uh, the readings will be twice, uh, well, at least twice, yeah, twice a day on Wednesday, but also um, in the mornings, probably again, we met in the mornings at nine and we will try to do that again. So <clears throat> we are very fortunate that Dr. Pastor John Thomas from God Will Make A Way Ministries is going to be with us uh, for several weeks now. And I'm very spiritually excited because <clears throat> Pastor Thomas to me is a is a is a servant of the Lord for the hour, man of the hour. As Christians we want a practical understanding of God's word. We want to be able to understand uh, what the Lord is calling us to do and to do it. And that, to me, is what Pastor Thomas is here to do for us. He has entered the studio, and I am most happy to, at this time, say good evening to Pastor Hello, Pastor Thomas. Good evening, Sister Phyllis. How are you? I am fine. Thank you. Is everything? Yeah. Glory to God. Uh, so thank you so much again for being here. I have introduced the program and I shall say it again. This is wow. What a show. And we have certainly put the Lord on display in the couple of minutes that we were, were in the studio. Pastor, um, I always I, I love Psalm 19. The heavens declare the glory of God. The heavens declare the glory of God. Isn't that amazing? There is nowhere on the face of the earth that the heavens are not in display and his glory there being uh, just exuded from uh, that display. This uh, this psalm is, and I'm going to that psalm now because I, I want to say it just like it is written. It The heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. 
I tell you, so if you speak Amharic or if you speak Cantonese, if you speak French, German, or um, any other language on the face of the earth, if you speak English, the heavens are still speaking your language and the firmament is still showing forth his handiwork and the night is still giving us the knowledge of who God is. This is Wow, what a show, because he is the author of all that. And he is the author of our salvation and the finisher according to God's word. So Pastor Thomas, I am so glad you're here. Once again, I introduce him. Pastor John Thomas is the pastor of God Will Make a Way Ministries in Wadesboro, North Carolina. And uh, we talked last week about uh, the name and how it's just a wonderful name it is and what the, all that means. I invite you to listen to the, um, the episode that is now uploaded to our podcast site, Rehoboth Institute of the Arts. Also, you can follow us on Facebook, our page is Conversations in Creative Evangelism. And guys, I want you to know the inconsistency is because I started with Conversations in Creative Evangelism. The collective came together and all of the, everyone in that collective is has participated in this. So it's really Rehoboth Institute of the Arts and Conversations was going to be our outreach. But then we added the third uh, thing, the live show, and it's wow, what a show. Okay, so I'm going to fix all that. In, in in God's timing. But right now, that's it. We are Rehoboth Institute of the Arts. This is our live podcast. Wow, what a show. Our, our regular episodes are Conversations in Creative Evangelism. And if you visit that site, you will be able to hear our first conversation with Pastor John Thomas and learn some very, very, uh, probably, you know, Pastor Thomas, you have a way of stating those things that we have uh, heard before, but they come alive again in a far more practical way when I listen to you speak. So if you go, that's what we're going to get. So Pastor, with that, we're going to get started. And I uh, invite you to say hello in your own way to our listening audience. Praise the Lord, everyone. Glad to be here. Mm -hmm. and I'm glad that God has allowed me to be a vessel for him. Uh, before we go any further, I just do want to give honor to God through prayer. And mm -hmm. if that's all right, amen. Father God, mm -hmm. in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for the rising of the sun and the setting down of the same. We thank you for protecting us and giving us all power over our enemies. Thank you for covering the young people and the old folks. We thank you. We thank you for everything you're doing in this season. And, like the songwriter said, whatever it is that you're doing in this season, don't do it without us. Amen. So I bless Amen. you for this season. Amen. 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 Yes. Glory to God. So are you there, Pastor? I'm here. I'm here. Hello? Okay. All righty. So tonight, you want to take us in? We're going to talk. Oh, uh, well, before you start, I, I, I should just say that Pastor Thomas has authored uh, a book uh, that is distributed in volumes right now, uh, a book of 10 volumes. And um, the title is 
in all thy getting, get understanding. And uh, we want you to know that this is going to be a published work. And if you have an interest after listening to uh, Pastor John Thomas or during his time with us, certainly you may get in touch with us and we will make sure that you get a copy. I think it is good and relevant reading for every Christian and everyone who is interested in the Christian faith. So with that, Pastor, uh, take us on now into volume. We're going to work in, uh, you know, I was reading this one and I just, oh my goodness, I, I didn't read the whole thing, but I am so glad that we're there. So uh, take take us in, uh, Pastor, if you will. Okay, great. Thank you, Sister Phyllis. I, I just want to bring your attention uh, that our, our intention is to is to help people get in touch with the word of God. It's that in all thy getting, get understanding. And this is volume five. And chapter seven in volume five is talking about, thank you for bringing me to this place. I want to first share with you uh, the scripture that we stand for, we recite every time we come together. It's Second Timothy 2 and 15 which says study to show yourself approved unto God. We get a lot of noise, background noise. Mm-hmm. We are. And I just, do you have on your, um, I mean, we, there's, there's something, and there's not a lot we can do about it all. Okay. Um, headphones. Right. So the scriptures, Second um, Timothy two fifteen says, "Study to show yourself approved unto God, that a workman need of not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word." And when I say thank you to this place, this is a place of relationship and not religion. And one must understand the word of God in order to come out of religion. Religion is organized rules and regulations. It's it's a lot of things that we. Uh, naturally do, but relationship is an intimate thing with God, personal. And in order mm-hmm. to get to the place that I'm talking about, one must have a relationship with God. Uh, we have to understand God and understand what requires of us. And a lot of times we do things mechanically, we do things out of position, we do things without parents. And, and oftentimes we don't get the, the benefits of what we're doing because the motives are wrong. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, it's just like I, I go back to when we were growing up and we had best friends. And if your best friend didn't like a person, then automatically you didn't like them. Not that they did anything, but just because your friends like them. Mm-hmm. A lot of us talk about God, but we don't know God. A lot of us say amen, agree with stuff, but we really don't agree with it because we don't, do it. we don't live our lives according to what God is saying. Amen. Sure, none of us is perfect, but I mean, God looks at the intent of your heart. If you so desire to serve God, then you would study to show yourself approved unto God. That a workman needeth not be ashamed. Understanding and believing that the word of God is true. And if you the promises that God has promised us, then who 
wouldn't worry so much about the things that we couldn't do. We would stop blaming the devil for everything and knowing that he has no power over us, according to Luke 10, 19. So here, uh, uh, we teach is the word and what the word means. A lot of times we read the Bible, we get a word that we don't understand. We don't take the time and look it up. We just go right over it and, and miss the gist of what God is saying. So therefore, we can never fulfill God's word because we truly don't understand. When I say thank you for bringing me to this place, is that I've learned that I'm that new man. I'm that new man in Christ. I've learned that I have power. I learned that I was created in the image and likeness of God. I learned that God loved me better than I love myself. So it takes away a lot of the natural things. Uh, the Bible said God is a spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So so this place, look at where we are now in the natural. All this killing, all this chaos. Ask the question, why, 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 why? You got people mm -hmm. afraid to go out their house, afraid to go anywhere because they don't know the word of God. This was already foretold. This was already prophesied. That there will be wars and rumors of wars that daughters will be against mothers and sons against fathers. These things were told, told that they would happen before Christ comes back. So why are we so kind of taken by this? Uh, uh, the saints to go in prayer, if anything, the fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. There's so Amen. many things we as so-called believers don't really know because we don't study to show ourselves. We think that this, this Christian life is secondary to this natural life, and that's not so. You know, God has redeemed us back to him, and he gave us instructions on what we need to do. I'm believing in my heart that God is expecting to have a personal relationship with you. The reason your prayers are not being answered is because you're not applying the principles that God has told us. He said, if you abide in me and my word abide in you, anything you ask will be done to you. So why don't we have things that we want or we so desire? And if you want to talk about what to do, what we desire, but first the principle is that you have to delight yourself in him. Mm -hmm. He said, delight yourself in me. I will give you the desires of your heart. When are we going to come and settle down and really get, in, get to know God? If mm -hmm. we believe in God, if we believe what God is saying, then we should be living a certain kind of life. We should be walking by faith and not by sight. We should be walking in power of God and not the fear of the world. You know, right now, we haven't even overconquered the fear of death. Hmm. Amen? When someone hmm. dies, we get into a frenzy. We get panicked and not remember the scripture that says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Understand, yeah. it is all right to, to mourn, but there's a a prescribed time for mourning because if you don't if you're not careful your mourning will, will be turned into idolatry mm. you know what i'm saying 
You, you're one. And, and God said that the only way we can come to him is by spirit. Amen. Yes. So we're all trying to transition. We're all trying to change our lives so that our lives become pleasing to God. That when that time comes, that we can spend eternity with God. Jesus said, if you if you try to save your life, you will lose your life. But if you're willing to lose your life for my sake, you shall save your life. God is trying to give us an understanding that this natural body is to be used as a vehicle. It is to be used as a life. It is not to function. It is to, we are supposed to transition from the natural to the supernatural. Amen? Yes. With, Amen. with that standard, you know that your time is limited here. So you have to do the best you can with all that God has given you so that you can God's purpose and his plan in your life. You have been chosen. You have been selected. It follows the child that you have been called. So now you have to be in a place where you can walk. Into the word of who can walk with confidence. This is the confidence that we have in anything according to his will. He is. And next to us, and we know that he hears us whatsoever we ask, he shall give us the petition of our that we so desire. So knowing that and understanding that if that you apply the principles of God in your life. God does not withhold no good things for those who live upright. Amen. When I say upright, you might be thinking perfect. Well, in this natural body, you can't live perfect. For the Bible says that all men fall short of the glory of God. And if any man says that he doesn't sin, he's a lie and the truth ain't in it. So when are you going to step? When are you going to lay aside all your mess and grab hold to the word of God? That is the only thing that's going to give you everlasting life. Mm. Is that says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you will know that good gift of God. So here we have to understand what is the will of God for my life? What is it that I should be doing? You got to get personal with this. See, for me, this is what I do. This is who I am. Amen. Mm -hmm. I am empowered spirit of God. And God is no respecter of person. If you so desire to serve God, God will empower you. He will direct you. His spirit will be in you. So here we got to take an understand. We got to understand that we need to understand what God requires of us. Amen. Um, yes. In making reference um, to 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 the Word of God, or, or to thank you for bringing me to this place. I just want to uh, bring something, and like something Sister Phyllis was saying. You know, I'm a firm believer that we don't need a revival. Mm. We just need a revival. 
because you got enough word in you that if you would apply it in your life, you will transition to that place where God is, that secret place. You know, uh, you know he says, come on to the gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. We all come to the gates, but very few of us enter the courts because the courts is special. That court is where God resides and Jesus resides and all the the prophets and, and the men and women of God. Amen. The place of restoration, that's that's what that place is. And the definition of the word restoration means being restored. An act of restoring, replacing, or recovering something needed to be changed, and we must be willing to make those changes. See, in the redemption, the redemption took us out of sin and brought us into righteousness, brought us into the presence of God. And not only did God take us from our sinful nature, he has given us power to overcome those desires, those temptations. Read the scriptures uh, in the book of Corinthians. It talks about God said he would not allow us to suffer anything that we can't overcome. And, and he would always give us a way of escape. So, so understanding that you're not in this by yourself. You have to understand you are not in this by yourself. And the reason things aren't working out is because you're trying to work it out. Hmm. The Bible tells us uh, in the book of Jeremiah, he said, call on me and I'll show you great and mighty things you know not. There is a wealth of information that God possesses that he is willing to give to us if we would just come on unto him. If we would call on him, if we would search him out early where he may be found, he will give us the knowledge that we need to be successful at what he called us to do. Those of us who are flipping and flopping, shucking and diving, you're not going to get the reward. You will not receive the crown. You think it's hard. It is hard if you try to do it in the natural. Have to do it in the spirit. This is why we need the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is the one that comforts us, that reminds us of what Jesus had said. He He's a light unto our path. We need all the help we can get to transition, place ourselves in a place that is eternal with God. And the reason that we don't do it is because we don't understand. The reason we don't understand is because most, most of all, we haven't been taught. Amen. At this time, Sister Phyllis, what, what are you thinking? Yes. What are you thinking? What am I thinking? <laughs> I'm listening so intently, and I am in total agreement with those things that you're saying. Um, that's That's what I'm thinking. Truly, okay. you you just said, yeah, keep going. Amen. You caught me by surprise there, Pastor. So, okay, I'm, I'll ask yourself a question. Why do you go to church? Uh -huh. You go to right. church because your mother said you had to go to church and everybody else go to church. You say you want a relationship with God, but when you spend more time talking to your friends than you do. And then, if you are one of those who do listen to the word, are you one of those that go back and go over the sermon 
Are you one that take notes? Are you one that listen attentively or every distraction in the building takes your attention? Mm. You, you have to ask yourself, are you, did you, when you came to church, you came one way. When you leave, are you still the same way? Or have you gotten something from the word of God that's helping you to understand your dilemmas, your 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 mistakes in life, the things that you do that you know God is not pleased. Why are we still doing the things that God is not pleased with? What is it about God that though we know he is all powerful and he sees and knows everything, that we still do the things we shouldn't do? Hmm. Why? Paul said, whenever I want to do good, evil is always present. But that which I do, amen, he says, uh, that which I do is not I, but the sin that dwells in me. So so because we do have that sin nature, that desire to do what the flesh want to do is always going to be there. But God's power supersedes our desire if we so desire not to do a particular thing. The devil ain't made you do it. And if you're still saying that, you're a liar. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Because the devil (laughs) can't make you do nothing. And you got to understand. According to Luke 10 and 19, it said, Behold, I give you all power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing by any means shall harm you. So we, if we studied to show ourselves a proof and knew that, then we would not say the devil made me do it. Or I can't mm-hmm. help myself. Well, God knows your mind. Knows how you give way to temptation. And this is why Jesus asked God to give us the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost will convict you. And when you get convicted, you have the power to change whatever it is you're about to do. But you got to have the desire to change. The desire is the beginning of transformation. If you so choose to change and you call on the master and say, Lord, I need your I need you to help me get through this. I need you to help me to understand it. If you have a desire God will not It's time. This is the season that we take our own salvation in our own hands in respect to I need to learn what I need to learn and I need to do what God said I can do. God, stop doing it your way. Amen. He said, if you delight your I will give you the desires of your heart. Even in healing, there are principles that the believer has to stand on in order to receive a healing. Mm. The Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous. But But if you think God made you sick, why would you ask God to heal your body? The Bible tells us in John 10 and 10, the thief cometh but to steal, kill, and destroy. But I come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. God did not come here to put sickness and disease on you. 
And you got to understand that those that sickness and disease come by way of our sin. And it come by way of of Satan trying to discredit God because he could say, like, I mean, how many people say, why did God allow uh, those kids to get killed? Yeah. Because you don't understand death and life, dying, and nor do you understand uh, uh, the principles that God had given man dominion over the earth, and that God can't go against His word. What you're seeing now is a byproduct of man's disobedience. Mm-hmm. Amen. If you read Second yes. Chronicles seven fourteen. You would tell you would know that God said, if you would turn from your wicked ways, amen, and pray, mm-hmm. seek my face, and turn from your wicked way, then I will hear from heaven and mm-hmm. heal your land. The land is where we live, the land is our body. He will heal us if we do if we operate in the principle. There are kingdom principles for kingdom people. Amen. Yes. So if you're Amen. a kingdom person and you're not getting overflow, if you're not getting more than enough, if you're not getting uh, uh, healing and deliverance, it's because you're not applying the principles that God has beforehand established for his people to follow. Mm. Now, you not some of us may not apply them because we don't know them. This is where Second mm. Timothy two fifteen comes in. It says, "Study to show yourself that it works, if not rightly dividing the word of truth." We read the Bible, which is a spiritual book about a kingdom and a god or a king, and we read it in the natural, trying to comprehend mm, the spiritual mm. book. We come to God any kind of way. Mm. All this mess in our minds, all this anger, resentment, bitterness, hatred in our hearts, and we expect to get revelation knowledge from God mm. on how to Lord. correct the situation, how to keep the enemy up off us. You can't come to God any kind of way. And when you read the book, you have to ask for God guidance. Another thing that we do that we are not aware of, which is a principle of God, is that whenever you ask God for something, you must ask in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Because Jesus was a sacrificial lamb. He was the go-between between us going to hell and us coming to everlasting life. Mm-hmm. John three sixteen: God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever will believe on him shall not perish, but have the life. So if we need to believe on him. We need to acknowledge him coming to the Father. Because Jesus is our intercessor. Mm. Amen? We yes. being full of nature, you know, though God is, has access, we have access to him, but we can't go to him any old kind of way. Mm. Another reason why prayers are not answered, healing is not answered, is because we doubt God. We say mm. we believe, but in our heart we doubt whether or not he's going to do it. And you, that's mm. when, when you do that, is when you say, I believe that 
Uh, he bared our sickness and carried our diseases. And the word said, by his stripes, we are healed. And then you turn mm. around and say, I hope God healed me. You just uprooted it because you proclaim that you believe he bared our sickness and carried our diseases. And by his stripes, we are healed. You made a declaration and said what God had said, man, or the prophet of man that said that Amen. When you become Amen. unfaithful, uh, uh, you waver, toss to and fro. The Bible says, "Does this man think that he would get anything?" You you have to believe it because the Bible says, "Out of the abundance of the mouth, I mean the heart, the mouth speaks." So if you're mm-hmm. Doubt, you can't have faith and doubt in the same sentence at the same time. Maybe yeah. that's why prayers on answer. That's why you might be living in lack and sickness and disease. God wants you mm. here. He wants to see the more you have, if you take on the heart of God, the more you can do. We are that light, we are the salt of the earth. And God gives seed to the sower. Mm. Another principle is, are you giving? He said, give and it shall be given back to you. Pressed down, shaken up, and running over will I draw back to you. Maybe we're not giving efficiently. God loves a cheerful giver, the Bible tells us. Mm. Sow a little, you reap a little. Amen. So plenty, reap plenty. These are principles that you as a believer have to learn. You have to know where you are. Are you in this place? Mm -hmm. I thank you for bringing me to this place. I don't live on the street of lack. I, I don't live in a town of sickness and disease. Amen. Though the enemy may attack my body, I get deliverance. Mm-hmm. I, I lay hands on myself in Jesus' name, and I rebuke the devil. I rebuke the devil. He has given you that kind of power. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm walking mm-hmm. in more than enough. Thank you, Jesus. And mm-hmm. so can you. But you must apply the principles in order to get the promises. The, the world has promised us a whole lot of things and never come through. They give us crumbs on the table. Our father owned cattle on a thousand hills. And the Bible tells oh, us yes. that all the gold and silver belongs to him. There is no reason. Here, Ephesians 3 and 20 says, unto him who's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power that worketh within us. And that power is the faith that we have. And this is why the Bible said we walk by faith and not by sight. Stop looking at the world and what's happening at the world, but know what God said pertaining it. Know yeah. that you are through, but also know Romans 8 and 28. Now we know no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Stop living in fear because he did not give us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of love, 
power and a sound mind. You know this if you're not studying the scripture. You have to study the scripture in order to learn how to live Christ-like. The pastor can't give it all to you. You got to put your two cents in. <laughs> two cents. That's good. When, That's when extremely we study, good. When, when we study the scripture, the Bible tells us that Jesus' life, L-I-F-E, was the light unto all men, right? And when Jesus did his thing, and the Bible says, when that light shineth on darkness, darkness comprehended it not. No wonder. Second Corinthians 2.14 said, the natural man cannot conceive the things of the spirit, for they are foolishness unto him, and neither can he know them well, they are spiritually discerned. So as long as we're walking in ignorance and long as we're walking in darkness, we will not understand the principles of God in order for us mm -hmm. to receive the promises of God. That's why you're going through what you're going through because you don't know what you need to know. Praise the Lord. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. It's time to transition from religion to relationship. See, religion show you how to do it, right? It shows you how to do it, how you're supposed to act and how you're supposed to walk and how you're supposed to have a service and all of that. But relationship puts you in the bosom of God and you know the heart of God. The Bible says, be not deceived by the philosophy, that's religion, and the traditions, that's religion, of men or the rudiments of the world. Now, remember, Romans 12 and 2 said, be not conformed to this world. That's the rudiments of this world. So God mm -hmm. is warning us and telling us that we need to have a covenant or relationship with God. He says on John 15 and 7, if you abide in me, if you hang out with me, if you learn me, if you would honestly spend some time with me like you do that man or that woman or that job or the yeah. children I let you have, if you would abide in me and let my word abide in you. And the word abiding in you will teach you the things you need to know. He said anything, not some things, not these things, not those things, but anything you ask will be done unto you. Why? Because now you have a heart like God and a mind like Christ. Glory, glory, glory. You got to If you're missing something in your life, you're not operating in the principle. Mm -hmm. He said, mm. Jesus said, come on to me, all who are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. If you stressed out, depressed, and going through anxiety, don't know what to do, you ain't hanging out with Jesus. Because the Bible says those who keep their mind on him, he will keep them in perfect peace. So if you want to know how to turn it around, if you want to know how to change the things in your life, you got to change what you're listening to. You got to change what you're looking at. You got to change the people around you for the Bible tells us. He said, blessed is the man who taketh not counsel with the ungodly or stand in the way of the sinner or sit in the seat of the scornful. Those people who are bitter, 
those people who don't like them and they don't want you to like them. Nah, God, that that ain't how God get down. That ain't what God is advocating. God is advocating forgiveness, love, long-suffering, forbearance, kindness, gentleness, patience. The same thing you need people to have with you. You have to be willing to sow those things, those fruits of the Spirit in other people. You say you got the Holy Spirit. Then why you ain't got no power? Hmm. You might not oh. realize, and some of you do, that there were two baptisms that transpired. There was the water baptism and the baptism of the Spirit. And mm -hmm. this baptism of the Spirit is what gave you power. If you remember the story when Jesus came unto John, when John was baptizing the people in the water. I don't know if I told you all about this last time. But uh, the way it was supposed to go down... Uh, John the Baptist wanted Jesus to baptize him. And he said, no, you baptize me. And once Jesus got baptized in the water, if you remember the story, the heavens opened up and a dove ascended down. A voice came out of the heaven and said, this is my son who I am well pleased. Then the angel escorted Jesus into the wilderness to be tested. You got to be tested, but you need to have the Holy Spirit in while you're being tested. If you go test to getting tested like you are right now, you're going to be doing what you're doing right now. So, so we got to buckle down, man. We got to make up in our mind. I'm tired of living like I'm living. I'm tired of this shortage. I'm, I'm tired of not having enough worrying about the price. I don't worry about the gas going up. All that means is that's much more God got to get to me. If he said, <laughs> excuse me, if the scripture said, my God shall supply all my needs, not just my food, but my gas too, and my rent mm. and whatever else I knew. If my, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and his glory, I don't worry about no money. I don't worry about not having. He had to die for me because he promised that he would. Amen. But it's based on how not perfect, but my heart is for God. Amen. If, if you 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 got to examine yourself. I promise you, in this place, you'll never want to leave. You'll never lack anything that comes up against you. You'll have power. I know it may sound a little bit out there, but God is out there. The Lord. <laughs> That's his word. And, and he He can do all things. Yes, all you can. got to do is hook up with him. You, we so ready to hook up with people who can't do nothing for us. They whining, you whining. They broke, you broke. Living paycheck to paycheck. I don't live paycheck to paycheck. I don't even get a paycheck. I just get blessed. I, I cash my blessings in. Mm. Because I gave my life to Christ. And when I gave my life to Christ, he's responsible for my needs. Yes. Right? Yes. So you're responsible for your needs. How you doing? After you get your check and you pay your bills, you got enough? You got more than enough mm -hmm. that you can help somebody else? No. I bet donut, donuts to dollars to donuts, you ain't got enough. You got to mm -hmm. wait for that. Mm -hmm. 
next page or you do something crazy or go and borrow somebody until you get. Nah, God, no. How are you going to serve a mighty God? The kings of kings and the lords of lords and your pockets are broke. Busted and disgusted and can't be trusted. No. That is not God's plan for your life. Get in your place so that God can bless you and send you to do his will. Because you can't tell nobody God is a healer and you all sick up. You can't tell he's a deliverer and you still doing the same thing you did 10, 20 years ago. Nor can you tell him that he supplies your needs and you try to borrow money from your neighbor. God watches over his word until it performs that which he senses. The Bible said that God is not a man that he should lie because men lie. Nor the son of man that he has to repent. God don't make no mistakes. He loves you so much. He's looking for you. He wants you to come voluntarily. Just like you don't want no man or no woman to want to love you based on what you can do for them. Because you got a place that they can come and, sh- and lay up. Or you got money. You want them to love you just because you. That's the same thing God wants. Don't just come here because I could do for you. Come here because you want to have a relationship with me. You want to be in covenant with me. Amen. Final thing I want to say is that if you take care of God business, I guarantee you he'll take care of yours. I'm Pastor John Thomas. From God will make a way. And that is so embedded in my spirit, I ain't worrying about a thing. Mm -mm. Amen. Amen. Oh, my goodness, Pastor John. Oh, my goodness. What What a powerful punch, spiritual punch, uh, in your delivery this evening. And I have just made so many notes. And I think when you asked me what I was thinking before, it kind of threw me off. And I'm thinking so much. I'm I'm following you. And uh, there are questions, of course, um, as there should be, I believe, with us, if we truly haven't um, walked in the fullness of the teaching, then the big question is, how do I do that, right? Now you've told us, but being that we are like sheep, <laughs> we're kind of dull this way, at least I am. Um, sometimes I want the one, two, three of the process. And you you told us very clearly that we really must walk in the principles of God. I did indeed write one, giving. And then I did write prayer, uh, speaking in Jesus name. I did also write three being continuously in relationship. Now that one, uh, Pastor Thomas, would you extend that again for us? What exactly, how exactly does a believer who goes to church right? Reads their Bible from time to time. How do they actually establish the kind of relationship that brings them 
into the heart of God. That's another statement that you made that I just really loved. Um, and I'm, I'm making notes in every place. You said our relationship puts us in the heart of God. Just give us an example of that, would you please? Absolutely. Check this out. Mm -hmm. and, and what's so great about God, God gives us things that are familiar to us because he know we ain't that smart. We just like dumb sheep. Amen. In a good way. But but to to do that is is to look at your relationship with your mom, with your husband, with anybody that you love. You spend time with them. You listen to them. You get to know them. You share your inner feelings with them. And when you call on God, God listens. Amen. And when you read his word and, and do to the best of your ability to follow the instruction, as you see the manifestations of God's promise, you automatically just fall in love. You know God is true to his word. So you got to spend that time. You got See, when we read the Bible, it's like God is talking to us. When he shows us what he did for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, what he did for, watch this, what he did for Daniel in the lion's den. Okay, but look, how about Joseph? You got brothers, you got siblings where you the black sheep of the family and they treat you any kind of way. But if you knew God and you, you knew what God had said, like Joseph did, Joseph held his peace. And he, though he went through trials and tribulations, he didn't murmur and complain. He went through it because he trusted God in every place that he, from the well to being sold as a servant till he got the part of his house, and he became the second most important person in Rome because he trusted God. Amen. So how the, the yes. how have a relationship with God is not to call your girlfriend and tell him, girl, you hear what happened? I don't know what I'm going to do. Amen. You need to call God and say, Lord, what shall I do? Because anything that any advice you take, amen, that's not from God is ungodly. Take not counsel from the ungodly. You, It could be a saint. If somebody, watch this. If somebody gives you, and this is something you need to know. If, some, if you go to somebody and you ask them, uh, I don't know what to do, man. This is happening here. This is happening there. And the first thing they tell you is their opinion is ungodly. They should be mm -hmm. telling you what God said. Mm. Think about it. Anything that's told to you that, did, that God didn't orchestrate or say is considered ungodly. Now, Paul did say, and we're not in that place where Paul is. Paul had got to a place in God. He got into the heart of God. He said, I am a prisoner of God. So he was in the right place. Amen. He said, some things I say by permission and some things I say by commandment. Now, you can bet dollars to donuts that the things that Paul had said as far as how he felt was God orientated. Because he lived for God. 
Amen. <clears throat> when I <clears throat> when I minister to people, or we have just a regular conversation, you might get a sermon. Because I'm going to tell you what the Bible says, not what I think. Amen. God forbid. I'm still trying to get away from me and my stinking thing. So how 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 you have a relationship with God or have a covenant, a con, you know, that's a contract. A covenant is like a contract agreement. I said to God, look, Lord, I'm going to let you rule the rest of my life. You let me do it for 50, 60 years and, and I ain't do that good, but you know, I did all right, but I want to do better. So now I listen to the voice of God. He said, acknowledge me in all thy ways and I'll be a light unto your path. So if you if you have a relationship with God or you listen, I'm sorry, I'm going on, I'm going on. Uh, but if you listen to God, Please do. God is going to tell you the way you should go, the thing you should do, the thing you should say. But you got to work at this. You got to acknowledge him. You have to say, I'm going to do it God's way and not my way, regardless of how you feel. Yes. Amen. Amen. You want to get rid of this Bible, submit yourself unto God. He's saying, submit yourself unto the ways of God. But you got to study to show yourself approved in order to know the ways of God. Resist the devil because I got power over the devil. You ain't got no power. Yeah, I want to do it, but I know I, I don't want to offend God. Resist the devil, and then the devil got to go. That's the principle. Submit, resist, and he got to go. Okay. Amen. I like it. Oh, oh my gosh. I think I could sit with you all night. You just have, you said something that, uh, I don't know if I told you this, but I just told someone. I awakened a few mornings ago, uh, quoting the first Psalm and realized that I couldn't get, I learned that Psalm Pastor Thomas, when I was before I was six years old, uh, I, and the reason I know that is because we moved from my from the my from Monroe. We moved from my place of birth to uh, you know the place where I actually grew up. From age six, I was going to second grade there, and my mother paid me to learn Psalm one, which I've never forgotten. And I always thought that this psalm had been my guiding, you know, kind of. Uh, what is it? Uh, my guide in life. The, the, the very first line said, blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. And I woke up and I thought about that. I couldn't go any further because I, just as you have now explained, if I ask a friend for their uh, counsel and it is not the word of God. It is not what God has said. The principles are not embedded in what they're saying. Then I'm in the counsel of that which is not godly. And if I'm going by people who really don't know our Christ at all, then that counsel is coming from a person who is not themselves godly. Now, ever so often you may get a principle right in there, but I thought about all the ways that we listen to counsel of the ungodly. We do so in education. We do so in politics. Sometimes we're doing that in churches. We're definitely doing that amongst um, people that we walk with. So that principle 
is in my very, you know, being, my very core now redefined. I have to know that the principle is from the Lord and the study to show thyself approved is really what I have to keep before me forever. I, I really appreciate that. And I want just to say to um, the whole uh, everyone in the in the uh, studio, if you have a question, <clears throat> please please uh, do type it in. We will uh, we will speak it out, and Pastor Thomas will address it. I see that there's been a there are a lot of comments in in regard to what you said. That people are praising the Lord for your words. They are saying it is good. They are saying Amen. And um, I suspect this is one of your assistants says, isn't also getting into the heart of the father is being sold out. That's the question. Getting into the heart of the father is being sold out for him. That is a question, Pastor. Uh, And that's how she phrased it. So I can't I can't uh, interpret it for. Oh, Oh, someone else answers. Light touch. I believe it's a conscious choice every day to fill our souls with the word of God, praying daily and throughout each day and inviting God to dwell in me and teach me his ways and precepts. What do you say to that, Pastor Thomas? I think that's pretty good. Right. That's that's really good. But here go the, here yeah. go the thing. This is a clincher. David said, I hide thy word in my heart that I may not sin against thee. Now, we can ask God to do this and ask God to do that and ask God to teach me, but until we embrace it, till we believe it, we can't transition. It's about transitioning. And when we, see, God is so willing to help us. He'll give us the desires of our heart. But if we don't walk in peace and love and joy and caring and sharing with one another, we're not doing anything. Amen. See, see, God, you remember in the scripture, God said, right. um, I will give them a heart of flesh and and they I will be their God and they will be my people. So with all the and see, this is the thing, man, because you get a lot of a lot of uh, people's personal uh, uh, opinion in church. Oh, girl, if I was you, I'd do this. Or I'll do that. But that ain't what God said. So so we have to be so <laughs> mindful that that whatever it is that we are listening to or whatever we come free will to do has to be first pleasing God. It has, look what he did in Genesis. He said, let us create man in our image and our likeness. So we're supposed to try to think like God. We're supposed to try to walk like God and talk like God. He promised to give us a new language. So yeah, what that person said is absolutely true. But but can you see the evidence of that? Can can a person mm-hmm. see your light? Amen. Amen. That is so good. So uh, what I think, Pastor, um, we we really have to um, ingest 
and digest. We have to take it in and then it has to digest and the nutrients of God's word is it's like eating food. It those nutrients then come, you know, are, are extracted from it and go throughout our whole body to nourish it. That's how I'm I'm hearing and and have experienced God's word is like that. When you started, you said, you see um, I think I, I'm not quoting this, so fix me if I'm wrong. But you said it isn't um, what I am. It is who I am. Our transformation is complete, is completed when we actually ruminate in the word. And so light touch, your statement is excellent. It's a conscious choice every day to feed our souls with that word. And when you take in food, you have nothing else to do with it. It, it, The the natural process of the body does what it does when you take it in. And if it is what you take in is bad for you, the natural process of the body will let that stuff do what it does. But when you take it in and it's good for you, the natural process of the body nourishes you and you live in strength and health based on that. I do so really appreciate this word. Now, uh, like uh, someone else, it says, um, walking with the king every day, asking for his guidance and leading every day. Okay, so that's a, that's a prayer. Pastor, there's something else that I, let's see. Oh, I know what you said. You said, <laughs> when we are spending time with the Lord, and experiencing his goodness, we actually fall in love with him. Isn't that beautiful imagery for all of you who are out there? Uh, A comment comes, it will be like rivers of living water. Absolutely. It is just that. Pastor, you're getting a lot of hearts out there. Somebody is loving every word that you speak. We have also in the, uh, my my regular co-hosts have entered the studio and when they come in, they just they just arrive in the co-host position so um if you are here i see like touch and reams and you have questions or you have comments that you want to share with uh pastor thomas please do he welcomes questions and so from the uh those of you in the audience if you just type in your questions i promise to read them but pastor has gone through uh from his book in all that getting, get understanding, which is a quote from the book of Proverbs. I think it's 4-7. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Pastor. Is it Proverbs 4-7? Yes. Or, yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm... You there? I'm sorry. I'm here. Yes. I'm, I'm muting to try and keep some of the... Um, some of the uh, noises out, the the echoing. So if I don't answer right away, that's what's going on. But I got you. So is it Proverbs four seven, right? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Um, in all that getting, get understanding. And um, well, well, hold up. What it says, the scripture says, wisdom is the principal thing. Yes. So, yeah. Read the book and read it diligently. But in all you're getting, get understanding. 
Because if you don't understand what you're reading, you can't appreciate it, nor can you apply it. Amen. People say, I read the Bible um, front and back three times. I wouldn't tell nobody based on how you living because you sure didn't get nothing from it. The Bible, the word of God is a is a which uh, is a transforming word. There's no way you can have the word of God, know the word of God and not change. Amen. There's no way. I agree. Totally and completely. It is transformational. <clears throat> and so falling in love with him is a byproduct of getting that understanding and, and reading his word because what we see is an internal change. We are becoming all that he says we are already. We we become his his own children. And and we are after his own heart. What is it? He tells he tell, told Israel that they were graven on his hands. They're they're there. They're engraved. And I believe that has a lot to do with the death. I will die for you. I will never ever once once those nail scars are there, once that that debt is paid, um, and we walk into we become the recipients of that sin debt paid. What have you to do but fall in love? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. There is no greater love. There's no love that you can experience to compare with that love that never lets you go. That love that continues to shower you with life the breath of life, the abundance of life. And it has more to do, I think, with um, more than just, you know, your daily provision. It has also to do with your state of mind, your actual state of being. As you said, Pastor, I don't worry about the price of gas because God promised to provide. I love that. That is, that's a, a, a core faith right there. Believing and getting that, uh, making all of that a part of who you really and truly are. I think my mother was that person. Oh my goodness, my mother would. My, see, I told you, my mother would say, "God will make a way." And thirteen children, <laughs> we never went without sufficiency. You know, we didn't live in the lap of luxury, but we always had a really good meal on the table. We always had uh, the roof over our head. My father paid off a house, shack as it was. My dad provided um, abundantly. So you've said some really great things, and we have um, we have a lot here to really just um, ruminate on, to really meditate on. Now, Pastor. Uh, we were in in the in the volume five. In all that getting, get understanding. Mm -hmm. More hearts. <laughs> I want to read for the for the uh, listening audience. For those listeners, our uh, brothers and sisters and friends out there, the table of contents. Or you can read it if you want to. Okay. And and you want me to read it okie dokie so I'm, it, the table of contents of this volume and remember I told you that in, in all that get and get understanding 
is a 10 volume uh, book. that right now they're booklets, but a pastor might combine them and you will read the volumes. Like I have, I have a book back here that's made up in volumes and they'll all be together. These are magnificent studies. I'm telling you, these are deep and he's not going off the biblical page. So what you will do is study as he has presented the study, pastor has presented these studies to his own congregation. We will enter into these studies through a relationship with God in his word. And he makes it very uh, practical for us. This is what you do in this relationship. This is how it goes. And the table of contents for this volume, are chapter one is cooperating with the enemy. I think that's a must read. And that's where I started. I didn't actually go into the uh, part that you went over, but I started with cooperating with the enemy because Oh my goodness, how can you live as a child of God and not understand the strategies to deal with this enemy that we have? Hearing the voice of God is chapter two. So important. Is that important, Pastor? You got to know that you heard God and that you didn't just hear, you know, any old voice that would speak to your mind. And then uh, we'll come back to that, Pastor Thomas. I want you to really talk about that one a little bit. Unity means power. So where there's division, oh God, see, I don't want to do this. I, you should have read it because I don't want to do this. I didn't read the chapters, but I'm telling you what it means to me. As I am reading these titles, I'm thinking, Lord, thank you. Lord, thank you. There's a dearth amongst the, the your, your fellow believers and mine. There is a, a lack of understanding. And all that getting, get understanding. And then chapter four is challenges can make us or break us. What did Jesus say? Blessed is he if if the rock falls on you, right? But the you will be all crushed into powder. But if you fall on the rock, oh my goodness, what a difference there if you fall on the rock. God then is that rock. Jesus is our rock. He is the power. And the chapter 5 is believing the unbelievable and expected, expecting the unexpected. Isn't that an intriguing title? Don't you want to get in there and just say, woo, you know, like I love the title of, I, I love this live cast uh, uh, caption here. Wow, what a show. I love it because when I say that, I see the power and the beauty of my father. I see God in that. He's on display all the time. And yet we can live a life and not see it. But believing the unbelievable, this beauty that God gives it. I don't know what pastor said in this, but I'm telling you, that is the title of a chapter. And that's where my mind goes. So it makes me want to just jump right in and read it. And then chapter six is the danger of frustration. The danger of frustration. Anybody else that wants to speak, please do. Because I really am uh, swimming in the power of just the chapter titles. And then chapter seven, thank you for bringing me to this place. And that's where Pastor uh, uh, came in tonight. He came in uh, from chapter seven and explained to us the principles that cause us to live. This is victorious living. 
this is victorious living. This is living like a child of God, being in relationship with your father who just happens to be the creator of everything. He is the power. The world does not have the power. God has the power and we are reborn of his spirit. And then chapter eight, uh, 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 stop, drop and roll, <laughs> put out the fire. Okay, that's what comes to mind. I, I have to read it myself, guys. Um, but if you want a copy, remember I'm telling you that Pastor Thomas is working on the compilation of these volumes and this book will be available for you. You can put it in order. I really, really recommended highly. I haven't read them all, but the, what I have read has really excited my spiritual heart. And I believe, mm -hmm. yes, sir, go right ahead. I, I just want to yeah. give you, because they don't have the book, and, and I know the minds are like, wow, what, what, what do you mean by that? But I just want to go through it real quick. When we, co the first one says cooperating with the enemy, you the Bible tells us in Proverbs 18, 21, that death and life is in the power of the tongue and those who mm -hmm. love it will eat the fruit thereof. And what cooperating with the enemy is, is means is when, 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 the, when you say what the enemy is saying, when you focus mm -hmm. on the problem more than you focus on the solution, when you start mm -hmm. worrying and getting bent out of shape, and say, like if the doctor says there's nothing else we can do, you got to, you know, you're going to die. And you start telling everybody, yeah, mm -hmm. the that you are cooperating with the enemy instead of cooperating with God. It's what you're mm -hmm. allowed to come out of your mouth. Amen. And and this hearing the voice of God seems, seems simple to understand, but it's difficult because you have to learn how to be in relationship with God and stop talking and wait for God to talk. See, when we go to Amen. prayer, we're the only ones talking, asking God for this, asking him for that, and never wait for God to give you an answer. So we have to learn the voice of God. Uh, and one more, I'm just going to do this one more. Uh, unity means power. The Bible tells us two is better than one because they get a good reward. And there's another part of that scripture that says, uh, if one falls down, the other's there to lift him up. Woe to the one who don't have another. You know, so that's, Satan is wants us to be divided. God wants us to be united. And this is why he's saying that we should show love to one another. We should forgive one another. We should show long sufferance, forbearance, kindness, gentleness, self-control. Those are the fruits of the spirit. And those are the things that is the characteristics of God. Amen. And when we can walk in that, yes. we can walk in unity and have the experience that they had on the day of Pentecost when they got on all on one accord. Do we have to get on one accord? And not that you got to see it my way or I got to see it your way, but we must see it God's way. Amen. I'm not, I'm, I want to go through the rest, but I'm, I'm just going to leave it there. Oh, those are right. Holy Ghost inspired scriptures. Now, this is the thing, y'all. This is not like the NIV. This is not like the New World Living Bible and none of those Bibles. I don't take the word of God and then translate it into what I think. No, I take the word of God 
and the scriptures are just what the Bible says and the surrounding passage is about how you can relate to that scripture. See, it's hard to relate to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego because we don't want to go through nothing. Shadrach and them said, well, God can deliver us, but if he decides he don't want to, we cool with that. You know what I mean? If we yes. was in the den like that, trying to get out, not sleeping. So we got to understand how do these words apply to us in the 21st century? And that's what this book does. It brings you practical experiences that we all go through. Amen. Amen. I love it. You, you got to read Stop, Drop, and Roll. Praise God. Because when I it, shall read it. When it hits you, Whenever adversity comes to your door, whenever situations, trials, and anything comes that's not favorable, you got to stop. You got you can't respond. I mean, react because you want to react based on how you feel. You got to stop, collect yourself, drop to your knees, and have a talk with God. Glory to God. And then mm -hmm. you can roll on. You can get moving because you don't allow yourself to get instruction. The reason we make bad decisions is based on our perspective of things. We have to have a perspective of God. I'm finished. Amen. Amen. Wow. What a show. This has been absolutely wonderful. And like I said, I could just keep you going really and truly. Um, uh, but I want to give... No buts to it. I could keep you going. I know you can't stay all night. So um, <laughs> if there are any questions right now, uh, just, you know, type them right in and I, and I will read them. Lots of hearts, as I said, Pastor Thomas. Are we blessed to have Pastor Thomas just, you know, he, he came. He just came uh, to do this. And I, I feel mm, like the Lord just put a gift in my hand he's put many gifts in him but some some are bigger than others and this one is a pretty big one i am so grateful to you for being here i love that stop drop and roll that's what light touch says and then uh i well ecd it kind of looks like job but Yes, what a show. Absolutely. This is beautiful. I wish you could be here every night and every day because let me tell you, you know, we, we just need someone to bring to us in this present hour the practicality of God's word so that we can live in his power and therefore in his victory. And I mean victory in every aspect of life, right? right. Every aspect. Pastor, that's what I love about you. It isn't what it, it is. It's who I am. That's it's right. not what I am. It's who I am. No, and uh, you do. are. It's not what I do. I ain't, I ain't a preacher, preacher. I do. This is who I am. Glory to God. Glory. Wouldn't it be lovely if all preachers said that you are? Mm, 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 mm. Well, I shan't go into any of that. But uh, just remember, Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock uh, for at least uh, the 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 length of the volume, this first this first compilation that Pastor has put together, he has he has given us he's giving this to us. So I want to just say, and I had never I didn't read the back the back uh, page of the book, but he says, um, but Pastor, no, I don't I don't want to go there. 
if you're interested in hearing more of Pastor uh, Thomas, he he ministers right now via conference call and in, in church. So, Pastor, won't you give us a lineup for your weekly ministry via conference call? Amen. Uh, on Mondays, we have instituted uh, a singles ministry, How to Live. Now, uh, yeah. You know, and, 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 and you know, everybody kind of turned it around to having mates because people want to be in relationships. But what I stress is that you got to get rid of the mess before you can get God's best. You see, and, and God is not going to sanction a relationship with another person if you ain't got one with him. Mm. How we learn... To love another person is when we learn to love God. Okay? And then Tuesday, we have questions and answers. Nobody's no scholar. We are not no theologians, but we speak uh, through the voice of God. And, and we let the people ask whatever question they want to ask so that they can understand what the preacher's saying. Wednesday, we hear what you guys. Thursday, is a, is I just preach. And Sunday, I just preach. Uh, if you want, uh, um, Sister Phyllis will will uh, post the the uh, what is that? The number for the be on at eight o'clock. And um, you can you're welcome to come in. You're welcome to listen in. Mondays is singles. Tuesday is questions and answers. Wednesday is wild. And Thursday is just the word. I just let God use me. Amen. Um, oh, great. Yeah, I, I'm so you have to let me do this, uh, Sister Phyllis. I, I was okay. looking at volume two, and I just want you to see how God just uses me. Listen to these topics. The reason mm -hmm. for prayer is one. What is yeah. your investment? That's number two. Overcoming your fears. Daring to be different. Receiving God's blessing. Here go, good one. Getting people out of your head. And you can't stop me now. All right. Think about it. Guys, that's volume two. Yes. Mm. It's powerful because you don't realize the power you got. You don't believe. You got to walk by faith. You may not feel it. You may not look like you got power. You just got to believe what God said. And when you start doing that, that's how you start to have relationship with God. Oh man, it's a beautiful thing. Instead, one thing is one thing is to play church. What the other thing is to be the church. Glory <laughs> to God. Hmm. 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 That is beautiful. That's just beautifully stated. Hmm. Praise the Lord. So um, I have a question here. Pa pastor, listen, you mesmerized me. Uh, I missed the pastor's address. So the, the address of the church uh, is is in the book here, isn't it? Yes. I think I saw it. Yes. 1207. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sister Phyllis. No, no, no. Please go ahead. I was oh. repeating. 1207 North Green Street. Waysboro. W-A-D-E-S-B-O-R-O, -O, North Carolina, 
704-323-2170. My number is 704-323-9373. We got a lot of powerful women. Mm-hmm. Amen. And, and, and understand yes. that we all come broken. But God is a healer. He's a deliverer. You ain't got to stay broken. Amen. Glory, glory. <laughs> That's 12 North Green Street, Wadeboro, North Carolina, 28170. And I will post it on the um, credits for the show when I upload to both uh, 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 to our episode and to it, it will go up to Facebook as well. So you'll be able to get it there if you missed it tonight. And for anyone on the on the uh, in the live studio, I so appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. It is encouraging to have an audience, but I want you to know that Pastor Thomas and I both are encouraged just in the fact that the Lord has told us to do what we do. I love you for that. Oh my goodness. And I was going to say too, you are a working pastor. All these ministries, almost every night of the of the week, you talk about being sold out. That's when your life is caught and this is the this is the substance of your life. You'd rather be with the Lord and doing what he's called you to do than almost anything else, which all day long, you know, everything that you're doing is probably the calling or the planting of the Lord. You're planted by him. And therefore, um, you, you're, just, you're just doing what you do. But provision for the body of Christ is to me what pastors uh, set up and give out. And he said he has some powerful women and my cousin is one of them. So I know that he's telling the truth. <laughs> And I have, I've, you know, met now that I've, I have a relationship going with Pastor Thomas, I can I can understand exactly what he's doing there. And I, I just thank God that you are doing it. And I'm sure there are many more pastors who are putting their hearts out there for the Lord and really uh, doing their best to equip the saints as they come in. Um, their heart, however, the flip of that is also, I think, a reality. So many people are not really completing the duties or the assignment of the Lord in serving people to equip them to live godly lives. Right, Pastor, when you when you do that, right, the society society is changed. Not because you're doing this stuff that is happening in, in government, making laws and rules and regulations. The law failed. God showed us that. But when our heart is changed, that heart is exactly the righteousness of God in operation every day within a society. We need that in America, I believe. I really believe. And that, Pastor Thomas, you said we don't need another. It isn't about revival. It's about establishing a relationship, making sure that people who come to church are taught to know and understand the principles of God and then to live them out. You can comment if, if I'm wrong, tell me so. Let me say oh this. yes, we, we have an invitation for, oh, give it back to me. 
Okay, one more time. Excuse me, Pastor. Please, um, who is that? I, I Please send that request again to call in, to come in. Please do, because it got away before I could uh, hit the invite button. Okay, Pastor, go ahead. I'm looking for it. Oh, oh, she's talking to you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Lord. <laughs> I lost my thought. What's that? Uh, oh, there, I'm so sorry. Oh, you're good. You're good. You're good. I was going to say something, but I, there, there was a thing. You, you, you have to understand that. Oh, Jesus. It, it'll come back to me. But. Okay. It's all about transitioning. Nobody yeah. can do it on their own. That's what you got to understand. You cannot do this on your own. You have to have spiritual help. And God is willing and able to spiritual help. If you look at, what is that, Ephesians 4 and 11, that he gave some apostles and gave some prophets. He gave some evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints. Yes. Work of the ministry and the edifying of the body of Christ. Glory. This is why we do what we do. Amen. Yes. Um, yes. It's, it's, it's wonderful, man. And God gets all the glory. Um, I do what I do. You know, everybody's always saying, well, Pastor, you got to be careful. You don't want to burn yourself out. But I'm not doing this under my own power. I'm anointed to do it. <laughs> and, and I say that in humility and to say that I'm being used by God. I'm not this smart. And I can't do this on my own. And trust me, if, if you're willing to serve the Lord, God will give you everything you need to be successful. That's the God we serve. Hallelujah. Glory. So, Pastor, we have um, someone requested to come in uh, to to the co- to co-host to be able to speak. And I now give them the uh, mic. Okay. Good evening. I, all as E C D J V Q E. <laughs> I think it I think it's Sharon Thompson. Is that true? Yes, yes, ma'am, it okay. is. I'm not sure who that is, but <laughs> I just bless God for the um, teaching on tonight. I bless God for you and Pastor. Yes. I thank God for all that's been said and done tonight. It is such a pleasure and it's enlightening to see all the remarks and see all the people who are enjoying this as well as myself. Uh, so keep doing what you both are doing for the Lord and be encouraged and I this is a new thing, and I just bless God that we're able to be a part of it. And we love our pastor, and we thank you for all the time. You see he has us in class more than outside of class. So <laughs> I have to get up at 3 in the morning, so I'm here, and I bless God that he will restore my, my strength and my sleep. So I, I thank God for what he's doing in this season. So thank you, Sister Phyllis. Oh, thank I you. you. I love you, too. My dearest, dearest Sharon, um, and we ask the Lord to give you 
to double your sleep hours Amen. in the view that you have. Uh, you rest. Rest is very important. And I know that Pastor John will tell you that as well. And you know what? Um, eventually, I'm going to pray. I, no, I'm going to pray that the Lord change. The, I mean, you may not want him to change. We're going to ask God to do something about that, whatever his will is. But I don't know what I would do if I had to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I just don't know it's how okay, I would manage it's that. It's about I, to be I, over. It's oh, about to be right, over right. next year. So God is good. Okay. And I thank him for keeping me for 20 years. So I thank him. Right. Oh, my goodness. 20 years of that. Glory to God. Father, thank you for keeping her and for restoring and redeeming whatever sleep that she ever lost, giving it back to her, Lord. Um, thank you. So glad you uh, wanted to come in to speak in, you know, and any, any time for anyone that is wonderful. So I get a, I'm, I'm reading a comment. It's the branch abiding in the tree. Oh, I see being attached to the tree and receiving nourishment. Once again, a comment uh, pastor to undergird and support or what you were saying. We love him too. And we love sister Phyllis and appreciate her strong example of relying on the father. Well, let's that sister Reams girl, you know what I told you about that flattery. Anyway, we are in it together and with, with um, each other being uh, strengthened. We strengthen each other. And that's why pastor John Thomas is important to me. I am being strengthened by your ministry, sir. And I'm so grateful to God that he has put us in relationship uh, through him. I love it. And uh, so Benona is also in the co-host seat. You want you want to say anything, my beloved well, light touch? Actually, good evening, everyone. I did not want to say anything. I was making my comments uh, peacefully through text. <laughs> However... It was a very enjoyable session. It was a very good show. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, man. Praise God. And, and I, I just feel like, you know, to come to know God and to build and establish a sure uh, re relationship, it's gonna, it's, it, sometimes it may happen overnight, but I think it's a, something that takes time, and we have to be uh, mindful to observe the daily blessings that God bestows upon us and to constantly feed our souls with his word and to stay close to God, mm. to our Father, through prayer and spending time in his word. Amen. I thoroughly enjoyed uh, your pastor. I really did. Well, thank you so very yes. much. Amen. You know, I got, oh, yes. I wrote a sermon. I wrote a sermon on how bad do you want it? Yes. And, 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 and if we look at like parallel, a natural relationship with a spiritual relationship, when you find a guy or a woman that catches your eye, you put a lot of time and energy in that relationship, getting to know mm -hmm. that person. If we would just mm -hmm. do the same for God, Amen. And if you look back over your life and just remember what God has brought you through, how could you not fall in love with him? There you go. There you go. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's right. Amen. 
That is right. That is right. That is right. And I think things over. I can truly say that I've been blessed. And That's right. Really made the way for me. And see, that's that. Watch this. That's the setup. Because when God created us, He gave us all a, a portion of faith, right? When God delivers us from the snares of the enemy, He's proven His word. So you can build on that. If He brought you through this, why wouldn't you think He would bring you through that? Mm. Mm. That's how you build relationship. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Praise the Lord. And you know what? Um, I am going to begin to invite the young men in my life uh, so that they are under the mentorship. They're literally hearing the voice of of a man. Our young men are in trouble. Red, yellow, black, and green in the United States. Every one of them needs the strength and the power of a, a, a man under God's anointing, in God's anointing, after his own heart. Because our young men, I wouldn't the devil just do it too, uh, poke at them and try to destroy and bring them down. And I tell you, he's he is... Um, Ooh, he has uh, done some knockout punches here. So by the grace of God, when I send it up to Facebook, I'm going to take time to actually tag every male that I know and pray that the Lord will reach their hearts through the voice of his servant, Pastor John Thomas. So much of living the life that we live in Christ is missed because we have no teacher. What is Jesus said uh, where it's written, how shall they hear mm -hmm. if they, yeah, pa go ahead and quote that for me, Pastor John. I how can how, they, how would they hear except they'd be a preacher? How that's could, right. How would there be a preacher except he'd been called? Been sent. That's sent. right. Sent. And, Amen. And, and, and this is the thing. See, people, well, Past some pastors are worried about how people going to take what they say. But if they say what God said, it's on God, not you. Glory. See, if you came to the church and trying to be Mr. Popularity, then you're not going to preach the word of God. You're going to preach what people want you to preach. Amen. Here, if you don't get it right, you're going to hell. Uh -huh. Period. Yes. And and that's what God said. But but it's a wonderful thing. And I challenge these young guys, been there, done that, got a T-shirt and a cap. And I know God is the deliverer. I know he's a healer. You know, and the Bible said, if this is our part, because we ain't saving nobody. He said, if we lift him up, God, he'll draw all men unto us. So our job is to lift God up. That's all he wants us to do. Lift him up. Yes, yes. That's right. Just lift him up. That's right. 
just lift him up. And we shall continue to do so uh, Wednesday after Wednesday with Pastor John Thomas. And any other day which the episode list is there, you can listen any day of the week, any hour of the day, because they are there as the Lord has given me conversations with others, as he has given me individually messages of practical life, those things and that, that we all go through. Um, you may definitely visit Rehoboth Institute of the Arts and go through that episode list. And there, I pray you would be blessed with something there. There, there are several, I'm mean, 55 or 60 episodes maybe. So thank you so much for being a part of this evening's uh, session in all thy getting, get understanding. You know, we're, I, I love meeting new people because at first you're enamored with whatever that is that attracted you to them in the first place. But then the Lord just kind of, he keeps turning the pages, right? And you get a real read of the person. That is an excitement to me. I love that. I don't know. I would never have told anybody that I just love people, but but that is some. There's something about people that reveals God to me, and the gifts and the anointings and the callings and you know just the complexity of personalities. That is very intriguing to me, and I see the Lord in it. Pastor John, I'm looking forward to turning every page that the Lord would allow us to turn, uh, in, in terms of who you are as His servant that we he he will actually unveil more of himself as we get to know you better and better. I am so really thankful for my dear sweet cousin Sharon Thomas who introduced me to you for your assistance for those who've come in. We have a lot of folks coming into the studio. Prince Mighty enter thank you for coming Prince Mighty. Um there is another let me see go back up here. Of course, Poetic Heart is here, and um, Light Touch is here, Reams is here. There's someone else I wanted to acknowledge. Um, oops, can't find it right now. Hope you didn't leave the studio because every one of you are, are part of what we do here and a part of the reason that we are here. First of all, we want to establish great fellowship with God's people all over this world. We want to uh, invite others into the union of believers, this beautiful unity in the spirit of God. Wherever you go, when you meet people who love the Lord, your heart leaps and you know that you've met now a friend. And uh, so for everyone who has joined us, thank you so much. You are beautiful to me and I know to Pastor John Thomas. So we are going to end our evening conversation. And by the grace of Almighty God, we will return next Wednesday at eight o'clock. But I want you to I want you to come in actually at 730 uh, because we are embarking on the reading of Proverbs as well. And I thought I'm thinking you can correct me if I'm not right. If we begin to read Proverbs from which the title of Pastor John Thomas's book is it has come. Then we will begin to hear some of the wisdom in God's word. They're not promises; it's wisdom 
These are probabilities. If you begin to hear that and think it through, when Pastor John comes on, more of what he says is going to also be embedded in your spirit. And that's how transformation happens. So I invite you to join us next week, 7.30, by the grace of God. Also go to the site, Rehoboth Institute of the Arts, and you will get fresh stuff there as well. So any other comments? Anyone want to say anything? Ooh, I came late today, Prince M, but that's all right. You will be, oh, you will come earlier next time. And whenever you come in, I'm so sure that there are little nuggets that you can pick, like grapes on the vine. You can just pluck one off, you know. You didn't have to do the whole <laughs> vine. You can just take one out. And it's still so very sweet and wonderful right in the in the mouth. So uh, do join us again. Thank you so much for being around. And Pastor, I'm going to let you end this show tonight, if you will. Praise the Lord, everybody. Uh, we just need to be in a place to thank God for all his blessings. Uh, my suggestion to you is that if you look at what you have more than you look at what you don't have, you will be, have an attitude of gratitude. And I just want to thank God for touching us this evening and opening our ears and our eyes and, and get, teaching us the mysteries of the kingdom of God. I take no credit for this, for this is the Lord, and I do the will of the Lord. And the Lord just told me to offer myself to you, Sister Phyllis, any day of the week that you need me. Just call <sighs> me, and I'll be there. Amen. <laughs> I bless God for what he's doing in my life at glory, this time. Glory, glory. I bless mm. God for what he has already done. Like somebody said, if I had 10,000 tongues, it wouldn't be enough to praise the Lord. So how I praise the Lord is in my life living. How I praise the Lord. Glory. How I show God is, that I love him is trying to do what he said I ought to do. That's all. Mm -hmm. He doesn't require that much from us. Just a true earnest heart. And I bless God for each and every one of y'all. Oh, Amen. Amen. Oh, huh. I am so filled with gratitude right now. Thank you, Father, for every good and perfect gift. That's what you send to your children. You give good and perfect gifts. Thank you so much. And we pray for every one of you in the studio audience, wherever you are in this world. Remember, the sun shines upon you wherever you are the same glory that i perceive from the universe as when i look outside from this world from this beautiful earth that god has created and beyond right we see his glory and if you just stop for one second if you just really meditate on who he is i know that he will speak to your heart I know that God will reveal himself if you want to know him. And if you already know him, I know that he will compound those gifts of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that we all so quest for in knowing him because we just want to know him more and more and more and more as we anticipate and look for his return so that we are established in the eternal rest that Jesus Christ promised 
we would have. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. Pastor John Thomas, we ask the Lord to replenish you, to give you back every ounce of of energy that you have expended on our behalf. We ask him to provide abundantly for you all day, every day, in every way that you have of your whole life, anything, anything that is needed there. And I ask you guys out there who know Christ to continue to pray for Pastor John Thomas and pray for me and we as we pray for you. Thank you so much for being here. May the Lord our God bless you and keep you until we meet again. And what is that great benediction? Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless. We just think about that. To present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy he does it. He's the only wise God and it is to the only wise God. Be glory, power, majesty, dominion, both now and forever. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Have a great evening and thank you for being with us. Thank you. Be blessed on purpose. Amen. 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 Thank you. Good night. Thank you so much.